0: So you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. All right, here we go. Energy. Welcome back to the smart woman show. I have one heck of a smart woman here today and she is going to teach you how to lead your life and your business. And this is Danielle White. Um she is the reason why I look so fabulous every single day. And it's because she is the creator of NBR Natural I want to get this right. Natural Beaded Rose. Yes. BKW Salon. Perfect. So, here's the thing, and I really want to talk about business because you didn't necessarily have a business mindset when you were living, the business mindset that you have today, when right. you were living in your, in your old, in Utah. Right. Like, you actually created this from a little burning desire that you had in your heart to do something big, and it came alive because of your guts, right, and your grit. Right. So I'd love it if you could walk the smart woman, because every woman who's watching this is extremely intelligent. If they have that burning desire inside of them, it's a dream right now. Tell them how you brought your dream to this like massive vision that it is today.
1: You know, I think it takes a lot of um, certainty in your vision. So like when I first started, I think that we, we want like a checklist or a series of things to do to equal success. (laughs) And unfortunately (laughs) that's not how life works. And I think that specifically with myself being a woman, like we get so caught up in the details before we actually start. So there's a lot of power in just like, Going for it and starting and understand like you're gonna swim, not sink, and just kind of like dive into it and, and be open to feedback and learning and growing and always improving along the way. And I think sometimes I don't give myself enough credit when I look back and I'm like, oh, holy shit! Like we're doing some pretty cool stuff, and I've come a long ways. You know, I I didn't have the business mindset at all. I'm very artistic. I'm very passionate. I'm very driven. I'm hardworking. And I was just like, let's do it. And I think just having that certainty and that passion for something is a good starting point. And so I think that so many women, if you do have that passion, if that, if you do have that desire, you'll even figure out your message along the way. So you just yeah. have, to have like the guts, like you said, to do that, to just kind of like, it's scary and put yourself out there and then continue to put yourself out there mm-hmm. and grow and learn from it because I ultimately whether you're a working woman or not, like that's how we progress in life. So so it's been a fun, it's been a fun journey, but like understanding that about myself, I feel like there's nothing that can stop me. Like I'm so eager to learn and grow and like fuck it up along the way.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy because when I was listening to your podcast, she has a podcast and it's for stylists. I mean, Danielle is a celebrity stylist and she teaches celebrity stylists how to do these these amazing hair extensions, but there's so much more to your brand and a lot of it, you know, when you listen to your podcast even though it's geared towards um, you know, your stylists and people who are coming through your mastermind and learning how to do these beaded row extensions. Um, it really could be for anyone. So, Definitely, we're going to put the link down here for the podcast. It's called Big Money Stylist, but it doesn't matter if you're a stylist or not. Here's what I I really um, want to grab from you, Danielle, and what you just said was you just have to put yourself out there, and you're going to learn your message along the way. So if you don't have your message right now, this is what I heard you say. Just get your blinders on and take one step like one step. And I think what I heard on one of your podcast episodes is you're like, I didn't really know what to do. All I know is that I wanted to be in the sunshine. So we moved from Utah to Arizona and I knew what I wanted to charge, but I didn't know how, how I was going to make that all happen. So we just went there and I started to charge. But I want you to talk about when your mind si- when your mind shift changed from the prices you were charging to the prices you wanted to charge, and right, then found out kind of like you couldn't really charge that, but you did it anyways.
1: Right. Um, it's kind of a funny story. Like, so I think in anything, when we become an expert in something, we like undervalue our reps that we've had in whatever field it is. And ultimately, like, we're not charging what we should. And for me, I was in a super painful place in life, and like, we were financially, like, kind of like bankrupt, had like nothing. I had two small kids. Like, I had to figure some shit out. And the skill that I had was hair. And I looked at hair as kind of more of just like a hobby. And like, I was just like, yeah, hundred bucks here, hundred bucks there. Cause I loved it so much. And mm-hmm. I think that that's like, when we love it, we forget how good we are and we're not taught the business side and we don't even, we don't value ourselves enough to charge what we should be. And when I was facing a situation in my life where like, I didn't really have a choice. I didn't know if I was going to stay married, like shit was ugly. <laughs> so yeah. I just was like, okay. And I remember it was interesting. My sister, I have an older sister who does hair. She, got a, she went through a divorce, and all of a sudden, she'd been doing hair with me, and we'd been doing extensions forever, and I remember, like, we were charging, like, 300 bucks for extensions. Like, we were just like, yeah, whatever, wow. you know, Utah's super conservative, and that was just kind of, like, what we did, and I remember she got a divorce, and she was kind of in a situation where she had to make ends meet for her family, and she was like, screw it. She moved out of state. She's like, I'm charging $1,200, and I was like, you're nuts. You're crazy. Nobody's going to pay that. You're nuts. So then I'm like, but it, like, triggered me enough to be like, like, what am I doing? So then, you know, I'm in a, not a great state space either. We pack up, we move, and I'm, like, thinking, like, this is it. This is my fresh start. We moved from Utah to Arizona, and I'm, like, thinking, okay, I have to, like, I'm starting over. Like, I just have to go in with that mindset and charge it. And it still was so hard because it was interesting. We moved from Salt Lake City, Utah, to a smaller town in Arizona called Gilbert, Arizona. I thought we were going to be moving to Scottsdale, Arizona, which is a little more like up and coming and Gilbert's cute now and it's grown a ton and whatever. But at that time we literally like lived next to, just to give you guys a perspective, like we lived in a house next to a car or a farm where you lose service on your way out there. (laughs) (laughs) Like in the boonies, like we were out in like no man's land, like literally it was crazy. And I'm like asking everybody's pricing, like what do you charge? I think when, Wherever we're at or wherever we're living, we get stuck in what is people, what are people Mm -hmm. charging, what are they doing? And so I get there and I'm thinking I'm going to get a fresh start and I'm like, oh my God, like people are charging less than what I did in Utah. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. Like I'm not going to do it. I had like hit my threshold and I thought that pain threshold that we all feel that actually compels us to do action. Mm -hmm. So I get to this place and I'm like, screw it. And I just start marketing my little ass off. Like I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what marketing was. I was like, I need before and afters. There's this new thing called Instagram. I guess I can do it. (laughs) I was so self-taught because I had no financial means to make it happen. I'd get on YouTube. I'd like figure out how to do shit. Anyways, long story short, the more content I put out there, the more certain I became of myself. Mm -hmm. And it's putting more content out there, people from Scottsdale started calling me and they're like, I love you on video. Um, I want to come. I I don't even know what you offer, but I think you do hair and I want to come see you. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And so I was on the phone with people and women and I was just hungry. I was hungry to like make shit happen. And long story short, like, that really helped change my mindset of like, nobody's going to make it happen for me. I'm going to have to do it myself. And I think we play so small inside of our bubbles and our current circle of influence, whether it's like religion, how we were raised, where we live, any of that. And you have to kind of, it's so much harder than the story that I'm even telling you guys. Like Mm -hmm. it's so much harder than you think you have to just like surrender to like, I'm not doing it that way anymore. Mm -hmm. And when I came in with that approach again, I started talking people, on the phone doing the consultation saying like hey you need to come do these extensions and not only were, was i charging three times as much as anybody in gilbert arizona but people were starting to fly and drive into me just because i was in this position where i'm like the more content i put out there the more awareness it's going to create so really like when i tell women, i'm like you got some passion in you get on the computer get on the camera get started getting out there putting out a message see what happens And you'll figure it out along the way. Even your clientele will change. Your prices will change. But there's no way to start except for just to start.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then, I mean, DKW is born. And look at that. Multi, multi, multi-million dollar company that you didn't even know what your message was in the beginning. Right. You know? You're, you, like you're saying, I didn't even understand marketing. I didn't. People, people just liked me, so they came to me. And now look at what you have. I mean, DKW Styling Salon. That's where I get my hair in, done in Laguna Beach. It's a beautiful salon, and it's hard to get into. I mean, it's it's hard to get into. It's hard to find a stylist that can take you because it's so popular. Are you opening any any more salons?
1: That's the goal. Um, right now, we've been pushing education like crazy. But Mm. so funny, even in like, when I even started my brand, like I just had a passion for teaching and training because once I started making money with hair extensions, I literally, that's what pushed me to educate because I'm like, oh my God, like I'm making three times as much as the normal hairstylist working half the amount of time. Like I'm able to be with my kids. Like. I had this burning desire where I was like, I have to teach and share
0: this. So let's talk about that for a second, Danielle, because I'm just gonna be really honest with you. Where I grew up, super super small town, like ninety percent of the hair stylists, actually one hundred percent of the hairdressers is what they were called, not stylists, mm-hmm. struggle. Yeah constant struggle sore feet sore back you know you're like can I get my haircut they're like well maybe you know it's just this like super scarce energy yeah it's so unnecessary I mean my hairdresser crystal at your salon is like hey girl like I only do this on Wednesdays and she's like Making well, six figures. And it's not just in the hair science industry.
1: It's in like mm. a small business mindset or like a new beginning or like an entrepreneur mindset of like when you're first starting. Mm-hmm. And you have to set boundaries. Like I'm in, in my industry, in the hair industry, like you said, like it's not uncommon for hairdressers to work like twelve hours a day, their back hurts. They, no wonder they don't want to be there, but and then they like can't charge it, they feel like they can't, they're weird about it, like it just and the energy's off and it's because you're not setting boundaries for yourself. And so for me, like, I think because I had children, I was like, I I got to this place where I was in such a burnout phase with working that I was like, screw it. Like, I'm not going to do that. And I had this, I was like, oh, I'm going to lose clients and this and that. And it really forced me to make a decision. Okay, I'm going to up my game. I'm going to have like a window where people can book. And if they like it, great. And that also comes with certainty in marketing. Like, when you have an abundance of leads and you get to that place, you're like, okay, I have to change the game. I can't continue to. have this mindset of working 12 hour days and not charging enough. Like it leads don't do anything if you're still getting to that burnout phase. And in my education, it's funny because we have two spots for client where students come in. They either are overwhelmed, overworked underpaid, or they're like, I just need new leads in general. So we help the like average stylist out with like, yeah, there's a lot of business and mindset that comes along with that. It's like, Hey, number one, you need new leads or you need better leads and you need to make more money in half the time. So that's like really my focus because that's what I had to do for myself just based on where I was at in life. And I I just think it's, again, it's it's a struggle, but it's only a struggle because we get just stuck in our own stories.
0: Yeah, and you're right. That goes through any industry. The story, I mean, pretty much every interview that's on this show, the story is popping up. So I know that's one of the messages that really needs to be heard. And if you're watching this episode right now and you're hearing the word, you got to stop your story. Yeah. you know, maybe that's a message for you. So, um, I, I want to, you said something and Garrett asked you on one of your interviews on the podcast, you know, somebody had shamed you about this new car that you had bought and they said, oh, you know, they were, they were calling you down. They were basically, I like to refer to it as like the crabs in the bucket story. And he asked you, you know, what do you do when someone shames you? And I think this is really important because as smart women and we rise, I mean, I remember when I got my hair, hair extensions last year. I hadn't had had hadn't had hair extensions before. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I, I deserve it. I want them. So I'm going to do it. I got shamed. Really? Uh-huh. Not, you know, everybody loved them. But there was a couple girls who messaged me from my small town <laughs> days that were like, oh, my God, really? Who are you, Tara? Yeah. Who mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, but aren't they so nice? But weren't they like so expensive? But I deserve it, right? And I'm having this conversation trying to defend why I did it. And right. then like when Garrett asked you that, you you said, and I put this in quotes here, I don't have to explain myself. Right. I think, yeah, I, I just think it's, like, as
1: we progress and grow in life, like, there's certain things you're, like, yeah, I'm going to do this for me. And in business in general, like, mm. I, especially with what I do because I'm so passionate and I take a stand and I get haters over the stupidest things, you guys. Yeah. I just have to remind myself, like, okay, why did I get into this? Why am I doing it? And my message is always, like, because I experience a ton of growth and personal, like, progress in my life and I want to share that with other women in specific yeah hairdressers and if I get shame along the way and I shrink back then I'm not doing what I feel like I should be doing and so if you go in with that mindset of like okay I can't let that I get you can get like 10 good comments and one bad one like I got one on this morning on my Instagram somebody called me a bitter bitch (laughs) What? (laughs) because I did a podcast and I said um hey don't DM me but my personal cell phones in my bio and I get that that triggers a ton of like hairdressers and small business owners but to me, like, if you listen to the podcast, I literally like went in to be like, Hey you guys, I did the same thing. It caused stress, chaos. I'm always on my phone. I'm like, you have to create better systems. It'll help like the client experience and all that good stuff. So, so I just, when you, when you get those negative comments, it, I get it. It's like, you know, and mm-hmm. what I always tell people and what I like educate her side of on is you know, all the time. I had a call right before this and she's like, what do you do? Like people doing knockoffs and haters and this and that. And I'm like, you focus on you, and you, you deliver the best possible results that you can, whether it's the experience in your business, whether it's whether it's becoming a better extra, expert, whatever it is, if you're mm-hmm. the best, nobody else can compete with you. And guess mm-hmm. what? You're only in competition with yourself. So I really try to, like, nail that into to people. Like, stop focusing on the wrong shit. It doesn't mm-hmm. serve you. And if you have passion and you, like, feel like you need to go somewhere, like work on that tunnel vision. And literally when you hear little things, like when somebody comments on my Instagram, I was like, you're a bitter bitch. I like laugh about it. I'm like, come on. And it's from yeah. an account, spam account, you know, but.
0: Yeah. You're like um, the most effervescent, positive, fun person ever. That's ridiculous. But you already know that. But, and you know what, I just, what this is called right now for those who are watching is taking a stand a stand for the people who want to rise, a stand for the people who want more out of their lives. And you do it at the cost of someone calling you a bitter bitch or stuck up or who do you think you are getting whatever, you know, you do it at the cost of that, Stand in your power to enlighten other people around you. And so I want to thank you for doing that and being so inspirational, Danielle.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it gets tough, but I think if you hold yourself to a higher standard like you makes you look like the bigger person. And I know we always hear that, but it's if you remind yourself of that, like you're going to have more, you're going to have more success in life and in business.
0: Yeah. There was something that Garrett had said to, you know, Danielle's, I, I can't remember his exact question on the podcast, but he said, you know, you, you level up every day mm-hmm. and it's like, That kind of sounds daunting, but when you're in the momentum and your business is going, you don't have any choice but to level up every day. So what are some of the things that you do every day to make sure that you're like, ah, just like going, you're on the cutting edge?
1: You're like on point. Um, For me, it's, I mean, there's like your daily routine, like your stuff that you do every day. I think people get... people overestimate the small consistencies throughout your every single day. And there's times where I wake up and I'm like, I don't really want to do a blog post. I don't really want to create content today. I don't really want to do this, but you have no choice. And like for speaking to like all you moms out there, you imagine you wake up and you're like, I don't think I want to be a mom today. You have no choice. <laughs> so sometimes I think when it comes to life and business, you have to not like overthink the small consistencies that create big wins in your life. Wow.
0: I, know that's
1: I like crazy, that easy, but like, it's true. Like, I people will come to me all the time, students and whatnot, and they're like, oh, well, Danielle, we have this thing called Daily 4 where they have to deliver daily content like four different ways, audio, visual, whatever it is. And they're like, well, I've been doing it for like two months. I'm like, I've been doing it for seven years consistently for seven years. So, like, It just becomes like a part, a part of the routine and don't underestimate that. And the other thing that I do is I, I always have goals and then I have, as my businesses get bigger, like – I feel like last year, like I felt like I kind of was like overwhelmed and I stepped out a little bit and then I like lost touch with my students and what was going on. And I was like, oh, I was like going crazy because I had a story in my head that like I'm going to be overwhelmed if I'm doing too much. And so now I'm like, I can't have that story anymore. That's total bullshit. So now what I do is like I meet with every individual part of my team. And I only work in my salon two days a week because I'm like growing a bigger vision is super important for me. So you have to prioritize your time really, really well based on the results that you're looking to get. I always ask myself and I again, I tell this to students, I'm like, what is your end result? Because sometimes people say like, well, I want X, Y, and Z, but I'm not willing to do everything in between mm-hmm. to get there. And you're like, okay, so that's not going to really serve you. So you have to say, I always go into the mindset of like, If I want this to happen, I have to do all the steps in between to actually make it happen. So for me, it's like quarterly goals, knowing what to do, communication with my team members is huge, Mm -hmm. and not just not operating in the story of like, it's too crazy, it's too overwhelming. Like You just take it one day at a time, and you figure it out as you go, because I don't know if you feel like this, but women tend to get mind boggled down, and then they just like, collapse you know what I mean yeah Want we just we're so in our heads about all the little things and so I just take it one step at a time stay consistent set quarterly goals stay on top of it and then you look back a year two years you're like holy shit look what's happened what's the worst is knowing what you need to do letting six months to a year go by and go shit well I'm in the same place and all these people are moving forward and I'm still just like thinking about starting something you know Yeah, that's what I say to my clients
0: all the time, you know. Overwhelm is for amateurs. Our plate gets to get bigger.
1: Right. And also your capacity expands. I think, too, I'm sure you know in business, like things that seemed overwhelming in the beginning, once you start doing them more regularly, you're like, that's a piece of cake. And you're always going to have new challenges and hurdles. But your capacity and your knowledge expands, which helps you become more successful as well.
0: Yeah, totally. So everybody needs hair extensions. (laughs) <laughs> yes obviously i agree i agree um how can if if there's a stylist watching or maybe there's a woman who's like oh my gosh i'm really creative i could do that i could charge 1200 dollars for hair extensions how can they find you and how can they get into your salon so right now um, my salon is in laguna beach california and we
1: actually have a ton of drive-in fly-ins like because it's a specialty item and women that value hair, they we have honestly probably 70% of my personal clientele flies in, but it's every six to eight weeks. They value hair, they love the experience. So it is in Laguna Beach, California. And you can just go to it's DKW styling salon.com is the website. You can find out more information on how it's installed, all that good stuff. Um, but it is right now um currently just in Laguna Beach, California. So You can fly. It's fine. Like a lot of clients are like, is that weird? I'm like, no. (laughs) Is that weird? No. Is that weird? No. So that's kind of like, if you want to make an appointment with me, I actually am expecting. So I'm going to be taking a little break, but I have an amazing team. And we have nine artists and they've all been personally trained by me. And what's cool is we've all been, I don't like have just newbies in the salon. Like all of my stylists have been doing hair for a minimum of 10 years. And I really, really value experience because I'm super bougie. (laughs) So like, I just, I want to look pretty, but I love energy and I want to feel good. And I just, I want, I want it all, you know? So I try to, I try to take that to my salon and educate my stylists, um, just good energy and good hair so
0: <laughs> Danielle K White won it all I want it all I love that okay girlfriend well take that cute little baby bump enjoy the rest of your day thank yeah. you so much for That's these words fine. of wisdom and your beautiful energy and I'll see you in the salon awesome thanks for having me on
1: and of, of course I love your hair and I'll, I'm sure I'll see you soon
0: <laughs> bye great
1: bye thanks see ya
0: I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at theterraoldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.